0: I'm Steph. And I'm Drew. And you're listening to Spirited Spirits.
1: It was 1735 when Deborah Leeds appointed the title Mother Leeds, found out that she was going to be giving birth to her thirteenth child. Already with twelve children in tow, Deborah Leeds panicked at the thought, with another mouth to feed in the house, considering that Japheth Leeds, her husband, was a drunk, unable to provide for his already expansive family. The midwife delivered the news to her, and in a fit of frustration and panic, she cried out, "God!" Don't let this be a child. Let it be a devil. Months later, on a night just like this, it started to storm. The thunder rattled the walls of the house as lightning danced across the sky. Mother Leeds started to have pain as her water broke. It was time. A midwife was called, and Leeds' other twelve children gathered round, awaiting the birth of the thirteenth child, excited to meet their new sibling. With pain and push, out was born a normal, healthy-looking boy. As Mother Leeds was holding her newborn, exhausted from the event, his bones started to break. In shape, the baby's back produced two leathery wings as a tail grew. His screams turned more animalistic as his small fingernails stretched and changed into talons. My baby, she cried. Mother Leeds attempted to confine the 13th child at home in the next weeks and months. However, it grew quickly and became more vicious, until one day it killed her before escaping into the woods. Thus was born the Jersey Devil. <laughs>
0: so, um, tonight we wanted to let you all know we are drinking a, uh, it's like a sangria. I mean, it right. is a sangria. Uh, spiced apple sangria. We, um, there's kind of a local ish winery we visit mm-hmm. and they have spiced apple wine. And, um, so it's three parts, spiced apple wine, um, a part of brandy. Uh, and then we, they say Sprite in the recipe, but we like to use ginger ale. Cause I feel like the ginger pairs nicely with the apple. Mm-hmm. And then you add some apple slices and cinnamon stick. And um, just serve it over ice. It's delicious. We put it into a pitcher first, stir it up, and then pour it into a glass. And yeah. so that's what we're drinking tonight. Just to cut. It's our first day of, of October. October. Yeah. Best month of the year. Yes. And we're, like, really excited and pumped. So um, let's dive back into the legend of the Jersey Devil.
1: Right. So the folk folklore of the Jersey Devil has been circulating for over 200 years. It is often described as a flying biped with hooves, described as a riverine-like creature with a horse or goat head, leather-like bat wings, horns, small arms with clawed hands, and a forked or pointed tail. It has been reported to move quickly and often is described as emitting a high-pitched, blood-curdling scream in the forest. Mm. According to the lore... It feasts on local children, pets, and farm animals. It's been blamed for crop failures, milkless cows, and droughts. It even has been said to be a signal of forthcoming like, disasters of war, and it reappears every seven years.
0: Oh, that reminds me a bit of like the Mothman.
1: Right. It, it, it definitely reminds me of the Mothman a little bit.
0: Yeah, that foreboding, like something's going to happen when you see.
1: Yes. Yeah. So the the Lenape, which is our uh, which are um Native Americans that lived Is it Lenape? You're probably right.
0: I think it's the Lenape.
1: Lenape. Yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, so, Native Americans that lived around Delaware and the Pine Barrens believed that the area was inhabited by a spirit called Missing, which sometimes took the form of a deer-like creature with leathery wings.
0: Ah, okay. So that's interesting. So the legend do you know when um, L- Lenape lived? Was it around the same time period? Like, would they have would they have seen this creature? I or was this even a legend before?
1: I didn't look that up, to be okay. honest with you. I focused more on the family piece. Okay. Um, but that is a good question. I mean, that could have been mm-hmm. a piece there. So, there's different variants. So, like the story of how the thirteenth child came to be. Like, has many different types like of variants in the story. Mm-hmm. So, in one, Mother Leeds was actually a witch, and she had a relationship with Satan.
0: I think I've heard that version.
1: Right. Yeah. And, and that is what bore the 13th child. It was also called the Leeds Devil, or the Devil of Leeds, until it eventually was changed to the Jersey Devil. Another version stated that a young Jersey girl fell in love with a British soldier. When the Americans and British went to war, the local townsfolk cursed her she gave birth to the soldier's child and it was a demonic beast. So there was another one, another variation, in which a young woman refuses to give food to a begging gypsy. And that gypsy curses her. And then she gives birth years later to the Jersey Devil.
0: Oh, that also reminds me of like, Beauty and the Beast. Remember when he turns yes. away the the begging woman? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah. So however, like the folklore has some interesting history behind it. Um, the Leeds family... We're an actual family.
0: Okay. Uh, Oh, so they actually have documentation that this mm -hmm. family lived.
1: Yes. That lived in the Leeds Point section, which is now Atlantic County, New Jersey. Brian Regal is a historian of science at Keene University. He believes that the story of this new, like, this Jersey devil stems from religious, political, like, disputes that manifested into gossip. Hmm. So, according to Regal, Daniel Leeds, not J-Path. Oh, okay. Okay. was a rival uh, almanac publisher of Benjamin Franklin. Oh. The Leeds family was described as quote-unquote monsters – and was later called the Leeds Devil, which Regal believes led into the legend of the Jersey Devil.
0: So is do you, so? Do you think Benjamin Franklin was instrumental in threading these rumors? Like, it's, is this like a libel case of libel? Or I don't
1: know because it's very interesting. We'll get into it, but this this whole like slander kind of back and forth yeah. like starts a lot of hearsay and stuff. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: So that's what I meant. Slant, yeah.
0: Or, I don't know I got to have to think about my journalism not. communications like glass. right
1: so just like in the lore Daniel's wife did give birth to 9 children which oh. was considered a large number for even that time Daniel Leeds was a Quaker. Okay,
0: so my next question, I I thought, oh, is he a Catholic? But no, No, he's a Quaker. He's a Quaker. Okay.
1: And became ostracized by his congregation after he published astrological symbols and, and writings in his 1687 almanac. Oh. His congregation deemed him, quote, too pagan, destroyed all the almanacs that contained this, and cast him and his family out. Now, Steph, what film does that sound like?
0: Well, it, it reminds me a little bit of The Witch, yes. but he was actually, I think, too conservative. Wasn't yeah, he? yeah, it was, wasn't it, he, it was, was, it's
1: backwards a little bit, but just the whole idea of like getting kicked out of your congregation, and your right. like livelihood uh-huh. because of like different beliefs. It just reminded me of that.
0: Yeah, that and movie that's specifically. What sets that movie off, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So, like again, like like I said, like The Witch is obviously mm-hmm. more about you know witchcraft, um, but so Leeds became more defiant publishing even more ethnocentric like um astrological christian writings and becoming more fascinated with christian uh cultism mysticism cosmology demonology angelology and natural magic
0: yeah so it sounds a bit gnostic to me christian gnosticism yes okay
1: so in the 1690s his almanac was considered blasphemous by the philadelphia quaker meeting He was considered a traitor for aiding the much-hated British royal governor, Lord Cornberry, and rejecting Quaker beliefs. He was deemed as, quote, evil, and was publicly accused of working for the devil.
0: Interesting. Mm
1: -hmm. So during 1716, Daniel's son, Titan Leeds, took over the family almanac business. He continued to use astrological signs in his publishing Further angering um, Benjamin Franklin when the Leeds Almanac was in direct competition with Franklin's famous Poor Richard's Almanac, the arguments and competition intensified when Franklin, like satirically, used astrological signs in his almanac to predict Titan's death on October of that same year. Okay, Titan Leeds did pass away, however, it was not until 1738. After years of back and forth with Ben Franklin, oh
0: okay, okay, I thought you were going to tell me that he no, die, no, no actually no, no, died. No,
1: no. When I was when doing Benjamin
0: it, Franklin predicted it. That doesn't sound like no. It's
1: when when, when a I was re, when I was reading it, I was like, holy shit! Why I've never heard of this before. Yeah. Um, so it should be noted that the Leeds family crest donned the almanacs as of 1728, and the crest was a riverin, which is a bat-winged dragon that stood upright on two clawed feet. Oh. Okay.
0: Oh, okay. So that could explain some of where the legend comes from. Exactly. Okay.
1: So Brian Regal writes, During the pre-revolutionary period, the Leeds family, who called the Pine Barrens home, soured its relationship with the Quaker majority. The Quakers saw no hurry to give their former fellow religionist an easy time in circles of gossip. His wives had all died, as had several children. His son Titan stood accused by Benjamin Franklin of being quote a ghost. What? Yeah. Okay. So, I didn't write this in here, but it was it was silly. Like Benjamin Franklin put in his almanac that um, that he was like a ghost because of his writings.
0: Okay. Can you <laughs> explain why are we writing about people? And shit in an almanac. Isn't an almanac supposed to predict, like, what the weather's going to be like this winter? But it was
1: also very gossipy. There was a lot of gossip in these almanacs, like, back and forth. So, um, the family crest had winged dragons on it. So, in a time when thoughts of independence were being born, these issues made the Leeds family political and religious monsters. From all this over time, the legends of the Leeds devil was born. References to the Jersey Devil do not appear in newspapers or other printed materials until the 20th century. The first major flap came in 1909. It is from these sightings that the popular image of the creature, bat like wings, horse head, claws, and general air of a dragon, became standardized.
0: Interesting. So this also makes me think of uh, Vlad the Impaler.
1: Oh, like Dracula?
0: Yeah, because that's okay. the, the son of Dracul like Dracula, the son of Dracul and it's like the house of the dragon or something. Isn't okay. that what it it his his father had garnered this reputation? Yeah. And then he they um this reminds me a lot of it and the only reason I know about this is because I just did a I fit You did a, a, <laughs> I did an eye fit walk and I did the history of the of the Brahms Castle or whatever, the right. the inspiration for Dracula. And he was talking about how, you know, the, uh, the original Vlad got like, Vlad Vlad Bueller, Taylor. but his, his, um, son, um, when he was born, they called him like the son of the devil or the son of the dragon or whatever. Like, right. he, so he had this like reputation mm-hmm. and that's how like that all began with like right. the dragon so- and the devil and the vampires Anyway, and then Bram Stoker, obviously, like, used that legend to create Dracula.
1: So it's just kind of interesting to look at, um, you know, that take. There's a possibility, like, this whole situation, like, this this folklore stemmed from gossip Mm -hmm. between two people that, like, two almanac authors.
0: Well, Benjamin Franklin, (laughs) I'm telling you right now, I've heard some shit about him. I think he was highly involved in the occult. Well,
1: it also seems like he was kind of a shit starter, too. Yeah, <laughs> so, sounds like it. But, um, but anyway, so let's, let's yes, continue. us I'm sorry. So jumping to like more of the 1800s, mm-hmm. more and more sightings of the Jersey Devil start to manifest, especially around the Pine Barrens. In eighteen twenty, Napoleon Bonaparte's older brother Joseph even claimed to see the Jersey Devil while hunting on his Bordentown estate.
0: Oh wow, I did not I've never mm-hmm. heard that before. Interesting. Yeah.
1: During eighteen forty, the Jersey Devil was blamed for several livestock killings livestock killings, farmers finding mm-hmm. strange track marks and hearing screams from the woods. So I found this article from the Elkhart Sentinel on Saturday, October fifteenth, eighteen eighty seven. Quote Whenever he went near it. It would give a most unearthly yell that frightened the dogs. It whipped at every dog on the place. Quote, that thing, said the colonel, is not even, not a bird nor an animal, but is a Leeds devil, according to the description, and it was born over in Eastham, Burlington County a hundred years ago. There is no mistake about it. I never saw the horrible critter myself, but I can remember well when it was roaming around in Elfsham woods 50 years ago and when it was hunted by men and dogs and shot at by the best marksmen there were in all south jersey but could not be killed there isn't a family in burlington or any of the adjoining counties that does not know of the Leeds devil and it was the bugaboo to frighten children when i was a boy so bugaboo i know bugaboo i looked that word up just to make sure i was like what is that it just means like the The The
0: boogeyman, boogeyman, yeah, like type of thing, yeah. uh,
1: So in 1909, there was a number of bizarre sightings, including footprints that were unexplainable, causing headlines across Jersey to read, "What mysterious tracks are these?" The newspapers published hundreds of sightings. Among these encounters, claimed that the creature even attacked a trolley car in Haddon Heights. Police started like stated that they fired at the creature in Camden and Bristol. Bristol, Pennsylvania, with no effect. The widespread newspaper coverage created so much fear and hysteria throughout the Delaware Valley that it prompted a number of schools to close and workers to stay home. Vigilante groups were formed and hunted through the pines in search of the creature. In 1925, in Greenwich Township, a local farmer shot an unidentified animal as it attempted to steal his chickens. And then took a photograph of its corpse stating that, quote, none of the hundred people I showed it to could identify it. (laughs) Interesting. Okay. So on July 27th, 1937, an unknown animal with red eyes is seen peering into the windows of family homes in downtown Pennsylvania. And then during 1960, tracks and noises are again discovered near Mays Landing. So it, it's it's interesting, like, you know, this whole situation with Ben Franklin and the Leeds family happens, but then, like,
0: you have these much uh, later, much instance. later
1: instances of seeing things. Yeah. And then it starts to just ramp up in 1909, like hundreds and hundreds, like mass hysteria. People in that area, like, believe that there was this thing hunting, like, small children, animals, all sorts of stuff. Like, it was rampant.
0: I have an idea I want to discuss, but I keep going.
1: Okay. So why is the Pine Barrens the birthplace of the Jersey Devil? Some experts believe that this is due to the isolated and underdeveloped nature of the Pine Barrens. That it is a perfect place for folklore to be born. In fact, the Jersey Devil isn't the only supernatural tale to be born out of the Pine Barrens. There is a pirate ghost, Captain Kidd. That hid his gold in the Barrens. A ghost of an African-American doctor who went to the Barrens to practice medicine due to being ostracized due to his race. A ghost of a black dog. A ghost of a golden-haired girl. And a white stag that rescues travelers from danger.
0: Interesting.
1: So, I mean, it's like a hotbed of supernatural (laughs) activity here. Yeah. So, some believe that the Jersey Devil is easily explainable. Jeff Bruner of the Humane Society of New Jersey believes that the devil is actually just a sandhill crane.
0: Which is what they say about Mothman, too. Right.
1: (laughs) Saying that there are no photographs, no bones, no hard evidence whatsoever, and worst of all, no explanation of its origin. That doesn't require belief in some type of supernatural. Hmm. Medical sociologist Robert E. Bartholomew and author Peter Hazel believe that the famous 1909 series of sightings is a classic case of mass hysteria that began due to an urban legend geoff Tidbulls of the world's greatest hoaxes in 2006 has claimed that norman jeffries a publicist for philadelphia's arch street museum was involved in creating the lore and he writes norman jeffries publicist for philadelphia's arch street museum and renowned hoaxer was well aware of the stories about the Jersey Devil. So when the museum proprietor, T.F. Hopkins, admitted that it was in danger of closure unless Jeffries came up with something to boost attendances, the publicist decided that a captive Jersey Devil would be the ideal crowd puller. He allegedly planned newspaper stories about sightings of the devil during ni- during the 1909 like hysteria, and then Jeffries and his friend Jacob Hope, an animal trainer, purchased a kangaroo From a circus and glued artificial claws and wings on it, declaring they had caught the Jersey Devil and displayed it at the museum.
0: Um, that doesn't explain some of the earlier stuff. Okay. Before that time frame. And like the whole thing with like Benjamin Franklin and the shit stirring he was doing. Okay. So I'm not completely convinced. I mean, they could have definitely taken the legend of the Jersey Devil, and then, like is said here, the kangaroo and that glued the artificial claws and wings just to get some type of publicity for the museum. I don't doubt that. Right. But I don't... I still think there's a legend here behind what is occurring. So they just use that as a means to promote the museum and get attendance to increase. That's what I think.
1: Okay. So, um... Looking into the more modern era, in 1972, Mary Christensen told Weird New Jersey, or Weird NJ, that she got the heebie-jeebies one night on Green Tree Road. She was driving back from Blackwood to Glassboro, when she saw a figure crossing the road about 25 feet behind her car. She described the creature as having thick haunches like a goat and a huge woolly head. In the late 1980s, a group of friends were camping and riding dirt bikes in the Pine Barrens. The bikes stopped running, and the men heard a piercing inhuman scream coming from the woods. When the men went to a local bar that night and told the story to the bartender, the bartender told the visitor that he most likely had an encounter with the Jersey Devil. And one of the most recent sightings was in October of 2015 in Little Egg Harbor. Um, Resident David Black was driving near a golf course when he saw what he thought was a, quote, llama walking in and out of the tree line on the side of the road. Suddenly, the creature spread its wings and flew away. He captured the beast on his cell phone, and that photo went viral. So I'm going to show you the photo first. Okay. Okay. That's the photo. Now, hold your judgment, okay? (laughs) I know. I know. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. 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 Okay. Okay. So, a few days after David Black supposedly captured the picture, Emily Martin shot a video of what appeared to be the same creature after it was spotted on an old Port Republic Road near Leeds Point. Both Black and Martin swear that the photo and videos are not faked in any way. Now I'm going to show you the video, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so...
0: Okay, is there supposed to be sound? I,
1: I, I, I turned the sound off, but... Oh, okay. Let me see. Okay, so what do you think that is? Because I, I saw that. And looked, it looked really shitty. It
0: looks like someone <laughs> stuffed a unicorn and then they added wings onto I, it.
1: I think it looks like a pinata that somebody puts <laughs> up in the but freaking But it
0: looks like it had a unicorn. Just show me the picture again. Okay. It looked like, and then it looks like it had a dress on. Does, okay, look,
1: look, look, look. But see, that's the so Okay, so it looks like a goat with wings, but it looks really silly, right?
0: It looks dumb as hell. It looks like a stuffed animal.
1: Right. And then, and they swear up and down, like, that's And the they, Jersey like, threw
0: devil. it into the air and took a picture real quick. But they, like, darkened it so you can tell what the hell it was.
1: Right. So...
0: I want to believe, but that lo- that is dumb as well, shit. Well,
1: see, okay, that's the thing. It's like, when I was doing the research for this episode, I was like, okay, like, I can... Sometimes with ghosts, like, I have a hard time. And we've talked about this before, but with cryptids and, like, animals out in the wilderness, I tend, to, like, when we talk about Wendigos, like, you know, we we, we don't know what's out there in the woods. In mm-hmm. the cave systems and stuff like that, there could be animals out there that are used to being in the dark and that we have no clue mm-hmm. that are out there. So I can I can, like, believe a little bit more with some of the the cryptids more than like some of the haunted houses in the ghosts okay Really. yes okay but that video of that does not look at all real no and i, I need to figure out a way I, I i'll put we'll put a link we into need to get the, that
0: picture and see if we can like play with it in like photoshop or something has anyone tried to do that do you know
1: I don't know. Actually, I, I don't. It I need. To, been, I need to look up and see if it's been debunked. I feel like it has. It had to have been. So it
0: looks dumb. the The photo was bad. The video made it so much worse.
1: Yes, it it looks pretty. It bad.
0: looks dumb as hell. So it looked like a fairy unicorn, unicorn bat thing. Right. Flying. It was like we'll
1: put we'll <laughs> put the link in the um, description so you can see the video for yourself and you can think if it's real. I don't think it is. Yeah. But so. What is your, what's your take? My the, take, okay.
0: Yeah. So, first of all, I think every legend has some type of truth, has a basis in some type of truth. Okay. So, I think it's interesting. I love that you found the information about um, Benjamin Franklin, because I had absolutely no idea. I'd never heard that before. Um, and I had heard the version like where it was like the devil's baby and all that. So, it's really cool to hear that, there is, there was a Leeds family. They were um, competitors with Benjamin Franklin, mm-hmm. and he was starting shit because he didn't want the competition.
1: But also think about like back in that time. How do you completely dismiss somebody that you're in co- competition with in an ultra-religious like town or whatever? Mm-hmm. What do you say? You automatically say like they're a witch or they're in it with exactly. the devil, exactly. And so like that's that's my thought process. Is like Ben didn't want the competition with his almanac, and he comp- and he was probably more famous than mm-hmm. you know Daniel Leeds and his family and Titan. And I think that he completely you know, was like, no, these are like, you know, they're monsters. They're, they have astrological signs. The Quakers kicked them out. Like, I mm-hmm. mean, come on. Like, we really want... Oh, and they also worked... He, again, like, he backed um, the governor that was of, like, a of, like British, you know, governor. Mm. And so, like, when you're talking about independence at that point in time, right. they hate all that. So, yeah. I mean, they're going to demonize whoever and i think like that They demonize piece, them yeah but
0: so i think so this so this goes then into my theory of i think we've talked about this before on a previous episode about a golem okay do you remember me mentioning that i don't know but I, it's so a golem is essentially it's actually from jewish um
1: did we talk about that on the Divic box one
0: yeah yes i think we have yes Okay. Um, so it's essentially something you manifest into existence. Okay. So um, I kind of sometimes wonder if these legends, they're born out of some type of truth, and then they actually come into reality, like they are manifested
1: mm-hmm.
0: by all this energy that have, that is given to this entity, to this being, to this okay. whatever, this this cryptid, and you know, in this case. Um, and it actually manifests, right. so people begin to see or tell stories, and then they and then there's other experiencers validating what's happening because they're manifesting it. It's yeah. it's becoming r- truth. It's becoming reality because of the energy we've given it. But isn't
1: that just folklore too?
0: No, because I think that there's there's truth in that. It's like the the with like the Ouija boards. Yeah. People playing Ouija board. So you're, say,
1: you're saying more like the more you talk about it, the more it it, it, can it actually, gives it
0: energy. It gives and it that
1: energy makes it into something that's actually concrete.
0: Yes. Well, it makes it into um, it manifests. Okay. So whatever that energy looks like, when you when you give that much attention to something,
1: mm.
0: it then can manifest into our real world. It can become. So
1: this is this is my take. Okay. Okay. I think that this whole back and forth with Ben Franklin and the Leeds family, mm-hmm. okay? Um, it was like a gossipy thing at first, okay? And then I think it becomes almost like a, like a tale you tell your kids at night, like, oh, the Leeds devil. Yeah. And type of yeah. thing. And it's passed down, like, generation, generation and It's But it's almost like, it's a quiet thing that people, like, it's like, oh, you better be careful like, or the Leeds devil's gonna get ya. Mm-hmm. And then it starts to ramp up when, like, things start happening that people can't explain. Like, what if there was, like, a disease that took out a bunch of cows? They're not going to know that at that point. Right. So what are they going to blame it on? The lead's devil.
0: Right. And then so... It's superstition and... Yeah, yeah.
1: So then they blame it on that. It, the hype gets up. Mm-hmm. And then that mass hysteria rolls on. But I did... I, I will let you know, like, I didn't know about the Ben Franklin thing either. And I found the whole religious, political backing of how this possibly could have come forth mm-hmm. as a, as the legend of the jersey devil really interesting yeah so i didn't know that at all either so i, didn't either. I that was something new that i learned i went into this thinking okay this is just gonna be a cryptid episode we're gonna talk about the you know this is what the jersey devil is is what it looks like this is the sightings but to see how it could man yeah how it could manage how a, a legend or a folklore can manifest between gossip between two p- publishers of an almanac. Yeah. That's that's new to me.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Well, um I am grateful for your research this week and um we wanted to let our listeners know that we will not be recording a new podcast next weekend. Um Drew's actually going to be going camping. Mm-hmm. So, um, catch us the following weekend. Yes. It'll be about mid-October. Um, I am doing a deep dive into a really one of one of my favorite topics. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been fascinated in this. I'm not, I'm going to keep it secret, keep it safe until... <laughs>
1: it's a Laura <laughs> Rings reference for anybody that's <laughs> listening. So.
0: Um, because I want to surprise our listeners. Um, but please do join us again and um, follow us on Instagram at spirited underscore spirits underscore podcast mm-hmm. and that's where we have the recipe for our um our sangria, spiced apple yeah. sangria
1: and email us if you would like um with any ideas on different podcast episodes story ideas. or story ideas or your own um experiences at contact spirit of spirits at gmail.com and again thank you for joining us as we sip on spirits
0: while we talk about spirits bye bye